You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. of new nintendo podcast xl as always i'm your host brandon hoff and we're back once again to not only react to the nintendo direct but also see if the bingo boys came through uh and of course i couldn't do this without my bingo boy himself dylan flynn slump slump master dylan here to recap the direct with you uh before we do that, should we talk more generally about our feelings about the direct? Yeah, I think so. Um, I now that it's, I've had a it's, days it's to... almost exactly what I expected it to be, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Which was I... a lot of stuff we saw at the direct from two months ago and mm-hmm. some ports. Yeah, I initially I gave this an eight out of ten for one specific reason, but having a couple days to think on it, I think I would give this overall probably like a seven out of 10. If I were to give it a new numerical score, that's kind of where I'm sitting at. I'm right around a six. I don't know that there's anything here that I didn't already know about that. I'm like, especially jazzed for, but look, Brandon, the reality is that it was always going to be 2024 was always going to be the heavy price we pay for this 2023, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, this year, this year in gaming, just in general, like the stars aligned to where not only Nintendo, but like, you know, Xbox and PS5, basically everybody has just like have been really just bringing out the stops in terms of like games. So it's going to be interesting to see 2024, not just on Nintendo's end, but like just on the gaming landscape as a whole, like what are we going to expect you know i mean there'll be, be big stuff from the other majors you got final fantasy 7 remake 2 coming out you got um theoretically some big xbox stuff but one never knows uh but you got to think about it from nintendo's perspective too brandon because this is yeah 2023 had to be the year that all the big shit comes out because 2023 holiday is their last push with the original switch as their mm-hmm main hardware focus so this is their last chance Mm -hmm. to get switches out the door switches in the stockings and so you know get your big mario get your big zelda get all the big shit out you know and uh and 
next year, the push for this hardware is going to be much more secondary as a part of the plan. So that means that between uh, now and uh, and next Christmas, or between this Christmas and next Christmas, we're going to be seeing a lot of ports. We're going to be seeing some remakes. You know, it's not going to be a wasteland. They're still going to have stuff out for loyal Switch audiences. I have to imagine this Fire Emblem Four thing is happening uh, next year as well. I would I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Wouldn't be surprised to see Twilight Princess Wind Waker HD next year. You know, they got a lot of, maybe that F-Zero GX thing is real now. Who knows, considering mm-hmm. what we saw uh, uh, at this direct. Uh, it wouldn't shock me to see any of that stuff showing up next year in the kind of drip feed uh, until Switch 2 is properly out. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of uh, where I'm at, too. I feel like, you know, it's it, the drip the drip feed is going to start and stay pretty steady, I think, through 2024 until they announce the inevitable Switch 2 or whatever that is. Whatever that thing's um, called. I will which, say, though, anytime I started to like feel bummed about this kind of <clears throat> mid-tier direct, uh, I was like, dude, we have a huge fucking Mario game coming out in, like, in just a couple mm-hmm. of months here. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Or a month? I can't remember. <laughs> Either way... Uh, you know th- what a what a console gen this has been, and this time in the Wii U's life cycle, it was a very different story. So the oh, Switch yeah. is looking good. That's, Switch is looking good. D- definitely um, a better end of life uh, for the system versus the Wii U, which was very just very very sad. Yeah, it's more like uh, it's more like the the Switch is like an excited senior checking items off its bucket list and the Wii U was sort of on hospice and everybody was coming to visit it and be like, well, you know, it didn't work out the way we thought it would, but uh mm-hmm. we love you anyway, Wii U. <laughs> Thank you for your yeah. service. <laughs> <laughs> um with that in mind, Dylan, yeah. I want to go over our bingo card and I want to oh, save... we could be we could be double bingo winners for all we know. We haven't yeah. looked at this thing yeah. yet. Uh, I want to I want to save our results until the very uh, the results of whether we won or not until the very end. Yeah, uh, we'll go line we'll go line by line, and All we'll right. say if we got a hit or not. Yeah. So I will I will start from the top here. B one. Uh, did we did we whip B1. on B one? Because that would be an omen. Uh, uh, no, we it was a big hit. Uh, Mario Kart Eight Wave Six DLC, absolute hit. Boom. Um. So, no. Pretty off to a pretty good start. However, uh, I won Baldur's Gate three. Unfortunately, Larian couldn't get you know they just really couldn't get their trailer uh, together in time. So that was a miss on. I'm our telling part. you, man, but, launch launch year of the Switch two Baldur's Gate three is coming. I feel it. I could I could see it. I could see definitive edition. Like maybe once they totally sort of iron iron all the kinks out. Uh, up upcoming game sizzle reel. Um, yeah, that was a hit. That was, it was there. one weird one. We'll it talk about there. it when we get there. Of, yeah, very weird one. Not I don't know if they haven't done have or haven't done that before, but we'll, we'll get for a few it. reasons. We'll yeah, we'll talk about it yeah. when we get there for sure. Um, Nintendo Arcade Origins Collection on G one. No, unfortunately, no, no, no real digital preservation shit unless you count just like ports of games that are fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. Uh, but WarioWare Move It did show up. There was a pretty sizable chunk of the direct uh, catered to that, so that was nice. Damn, three out of five uh, on the first line, not bad. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to B2, Game Pass comes to Switch. You know, Phil Spencer, actually, he, he called me last night, and he told me that, you know, they, at the last second, they had to pull out of the deal. Uh, they were just really oh, too yeah. busy with the uh, uh, acquisition of uh, Activision, Blizzard, and all that stuff, and so you know they just couldn't make it work. Which call is me crazy. This I, but this is totally something I could see coming to Switch too. I really could. I could imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil and Nintendo working out a good deal, getting a good app together. Could totally see it. Yeah. Uh, but Super Mario RPG, I too, that definitely it was there, and they. Even uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it, but it was there. It was there. Um, the the legend of the seven stars continues. <clears throat> it does. Um, in to Hogwarts Legacy um, wasn't there, and I'm a little surprised considering they were trying to really push this one for the Switch, and there was just no no hide or hair of it. So I feel like I finally uh, learned a lesson about bingo strategy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it until we get to another major third party whiff on this card. Mm-hmm, uh, so I'm mm-hmm, just gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick a pin in that for now. But yeah, no yeah, Hogwarts okay. Legacy. Um, Splatoon uh, three DLC. It was there. It was the first thing that they announced. Actually, present so that opened our... the second direct in a row with a DLC expansion, mm-hmm. which I think is a little weird. I don't know necessarily that I love that. I feel like, uh, you know, if I was gonna put this direct together, I maybe I would have put like Mario versus Donkey Kong there or something. I just think it's a it's a little bit odd to open a direct with like. This is for a small install base that might be interested in more content. I think you got to open with mm-hmm. something more general, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Switch 2 announced. Uh, that was a big old miss. Uh, yeah, no we didn't think so. It was a wild about, card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a wild pick. So, uh, our okay, so we're on to the third line. Probably, I would say, if, not, if we're not counting diagonals, our most successful straight line. Um, Certainly, we, we gave it our all. Yeah, Mario Wonder. Uh, B B three that was there. It was hit. technically there. Uh, yeah, it was there. Um, untitled Princess Peach game. Uh, we did get. Uh, uh, that was hit. That was Peach there. Made we it. got. Yep. Uh, free space. Of course. You know right. we we got it. Uh, this next one, I'm a little surprised. Uh, that this didn't show up, considering that they just released a, another trailer of it. Uh, Level five did. Um, still slated for 2023, but Fantasy Life I, uh, I no know, release date, I know. nothing about it. Another third party whiff, but I mean, this one was a Japanese game, so it really felt like it was a mm-hmm. safe thing to put here. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pokemon DLC out now. Uh, yeah, they did. It was technically there bring, too. Yep, it was there. So we we took that as a hit. Uh, now we're on to line four. B four. Wah wah. Waluigi yeah. was unfortunately not there. I don't know that real, he was even know. shown in the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Wave 6 footage. No. This might have been no. a Waluigi less direct. Yeah. Okay, so this next one, uh, I4, uh, was Sora Amiibo. And this was, this was a honestly, this was a big risk on your part. And they, at one point in the direct, they had said they had amiibo news and then they didn't show yeah they this started one. showing a bunch of other amiibo and so i started sweating a little bit but we got a hit dylan we got a hit on this one i'm a little proud of that 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 felt like a big swing on my part so it was cool to see mm-hmm. that connect that was fun yeah. um sonic superstars uh which is coming out uh next month i believe uh yeah yeah, see yeah. That. i don't know uh, i don't know what to tell you 
Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, NSO update. Mm. There technically was one. Uh, we we set we sort the of, bar when we yeah. when we put this on the board of what we would consider good enough to be an NSO update, and we did meet that threshold. So I'm happy to yep, give us we this did. one. Yep, yep. So we got that one. Uh, Peorio Hunt. Uh, unfortunately, they yep. as as mad as they were about his leaks, they decided to pass on this one. And I understand he's resumed tweeting again. So as far as I know, he has not yet been compromised. Mm-hmm. Now we are down to the last line. Uh, and for those playing at home, we have yet to get a bingo. Um, this is a this is a space right here where if we get this hit, we have a bingo because we got WarioWare Move It, we got Splatoon mm-hmm. 3 DLC, the free space, mm-hmm. and the Sora Amiibo. So did we get B5? Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs> we did was not get not B5. There was not I want to talk to you about what I learned here. Okay. I think Hogwarts Legacy, for sure, and Mortal Kombat 1, potentially, are going to be top 10 selling Switch software this holiday season, Um, and they were not in this direct. I think I just need to stop trying to make hits with third-party titles, especially Western ones, Um, Mm -hmm. because, goddamn, the fucking japanese-made shovelware that gets into these directs <laughs> yeah i i don't understand nintendo's brand deal structure i don't know if this is like is money is like dirty money changing hands like the fact that these two titles weren't in, i i just i'm not even going to try to guess on these fucking western third-party mm-hmm. games anymore mm-hmm. i just think that like it's too random we did get one big western third-party title which i guess we'll talk about when we go through what was here uh, and it was something we considered putting on the board, but like, God damn, I, I just don't know how to think like Nintendo when it comes to the third party representation yeah, in we, these bingo cards. I'm going to stop trying to make these hits happen. Unfortunately, we went left and they went right. So they this did, is yeah. just a situation where, like like you said, there's more Japanese representation than Western um, and even of the Japanese sense, representation, still. like uh, so much of it is like very low tier, you know, like mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. they're not even just doing like the big Square Enix game, the big Capcom game, the big Konami game. It's just like it's so strange to me, the stuff that gets like sometimes big chunks of time in these directs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Silk Song release date. No, no Silk uh-uh. Song. Nothing. Nothing about that. Um Batten Kaidos remaster. Well, here's news. another one that, uh, but for all intents and purposes, I, we want to talk about a large scale mm-hmm. coming soon third party Japanese release that ought to have been there. I don't know. So I, I kind of think I wish they would have put it in because it was released day of the direct. Crazy to me. So the yeah, which like they announced it, and then uh, I guess and back fucking in Nintendo June, is publishing it. Yeah. <laughs> Back in June, the release date came out, but I'm surprised they just haven't brought more attention to it. It was just very weird, uh, but no hit. Um, yeah, very strange. Marioki uh, Star. Um, no, unfortunately, that one no. was also not there. And then, 05. This was Here's a, a place old... where we, we can get it. If we get 05 here, we win because we got Mario Kart 8 Wave 6, Super Mario RPG, Free Space, and the NSO update. Mm-hmm. If we hit on 05, we squeak out a bingo win. We The slump is over and the bingo boys are back. Metroid Prime 4, 05, unfortunately was yeah. not a hit. We did not get a bingo this round. 
Uh, but we, we, I, I think compared to last time, I think this time we took some more risks and I, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, I think, you know, we got really close. Like this is one of those situations where we got very close to a bingo and just didn't, the stars didn't align. Like I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. we went left and Nintendo went right. Nintendo um, made some very weird choices. Since this is it our is opportunity is. to talk about this on this episode, Prime 4 not being here, what do you think is the most likely of scenarios? A, it is Prime 4 is missing the Switch 1. B, Prime 4 is a Switch 1, Switch 2 overlap title. C, Prime 4 will be a Switch 2 exclusive. C, it is, I believe at this point, that game is going to either be a launch title for the Switch 2, or it'll mm-hmm. be a launch window game. I think I accidentally um, said A and C is the same. I meant to say A, yeah. Metroid Prime 4 is like a late Switch 1 exclusive. Mm-hmm. B, it's an overlap, and C, it's a Switch 2 exclusive. No, it is, yeah. it is Switch. I think Switch 2 at this point. I might be slightly more inclined to say Switch 1, Switch 2, Cusp. Uh, but I, I don't think there's any chance that this is launching as a Switch One mm-hmm. console exclusive. I oh don't no, think no, there's no, any chance. no, no, no. I it's more likely that it'll be a crossover between the systems. But right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's more exclusive. It could easily to just be we've been making this for the next gen Nintendo mm-hmm. uh, system for years, and it's going to be out in the first year or two of yeah. that system. Apparently, when they were showing off like the dev kit for the switch too i think they supposedly they were showing like an upscaled version of breath of the wild so i'm wondering that's what i heard yeah are they think already think which would be insane to me but are they thinking about making like better slightly better upscaled versions of switch games to come to which would be insane to me but it I, could I, mean one I, of I two things it, it could mean one of two things they could do the PS5 thing where like select PS4 games like run in enhanced mode on it, you know, or they could be, we're going to sell you breath of the wild again. And, uh, it's going to be, you know, 60 FPS and have ray tracing or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but I want like, since tears of the kingdom came out, I've been wondering like, God, wouldn't it be sick if like at some point, we got a Tears of the a Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom multi pack with like a new playable bridge in between the two of them or something. Like that'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that would be amazing. Uh, but to shift gears, Dylan, why don't we talk about what was at the direct? Oh, and... you know, we didn't discuss beforehand, so we can make this decision on oh. the mic for all the people to to uh, hear. Last mm-hmm. time we attempted a wrinkle to this where we were also giving our 1 to 10 hype for each title. Are yes. we continuing that or are we just going to go back I to think, the... I think we should... No, I think we should do that. And in addition to the weather... So what we do is we have a list of everything that was announced right. for the, uh, the during the Direct. And Even if it's if just we... shown in a sizzle reel for a few seconds, mm-hmm. we have it on mm-hmm. the list. Yep, it's on the list. We will say stop if we want right. to talk about it. And in addition to that, uh, since last time we've had a hype level score. Uh, so with that in mind, we will go the down reason, the list. Just so you know, if it's not abundantly clear, 
the reason we have the stop system is so that we're not we don't feel the need the, the to be forced to talk about some shit we have nothing to say about you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah because and to be honest there's quite a few things here where <laughs> there's I'm just a few like, things here that i really have nothing to say about i i gotta be honest i legit forgot some of the things that were announced <laughs> i was looking oh, back damn, like i was coming i was coming up with a uh a list of everything that was announced and then i was like that was announced so okay um all right we will so we'll start off with the direct um yeah the beginning of it uh splatoon 3 side order dlc coming spring 2024 i want to say 7.5 and i want to say stop mm-hmm. i'll Would- i'll give this an eight um the I was Splatoon more DLC interested is usually in this than good. I thought it would be. I thought I, mm-hmm. I considered. I didn't think I was necessarily going to boot up Splatoon three again. I thought I'd kind of fully moved on. But like, they almost said without saying it, Brandon. Doesn't this seem like it might be a roguelite version mm-hmm. of Splatoon, where like, yeah, you're trying to get to the top of this spire. You can play it over and over again. They're saying these things that all and like you're unlocking abilities each time you do. They're saying shit that really sounds roguelite to me. Yeah. And gosh, mm-hmm. that's a cool idea for Splatoon that I kind of didn't see coming and yet makes kind of perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I I really liked what I saw and it definitely like I'm in the same boat of where like it this will probably for sure get me to play Splatoon 3 again. Yeah, more, so, I'm more likely to get in to buy this expansion pass than I was before mm-hmm, I saw it. That looked mm-hmm. cool to me. Mario versus Donkey Kong coming February 16th, 2024. Pretty out of left um, field. Yeah, not expecting this. I'll say stop. Are you going to give me a number? Give this, I'll give this a seven. I have never played a mario versus donkey kong there is a i have it on my 3ds because i was a part of the ambassador program um but i haven't really checked it out a lot of people seem to really like that version uh or that game the 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 gba version yeah Yeah. i'm gonna Um, give this a four i think that if you've never played it before seven is pretty fair it's a really good nintendo puzzle game um it's uh it the at least the gba version had really good personalities and cool music really fun puzzles um i just don't quite understand why this you know like it 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 seems like they haven't really done too much plussing up in terms of the gameplay the features even the puzzles seem to be original from the gba and there's Mm -hmm. something about a, a straight remake of a puzzle game that feels weird to me like it feels like if you want to go as far as to render all of the assets and bring it forward to the switch hardware like Mm -hmm. is it that much harder to also pay a contract team to make new puzzles for it i don't know like I played this game before and I just don't see having the time or the inclination to want to play through the same puzzle game again. Sure. And and that's, I think that's fair and valid criticism. I'm curious to see because they, they showed a bit of it, but I I'm curious to see if they did something new. Like, is it just a straight up like remake with no, yeah, they, they, new... did, they did use weird language. They're like this new version 
of the classic game or whatever they said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe there's more going on here. I don't know. It, it kind of left me feeling like, all right, whatever. Yeah, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd be, I'm definitely, like, it's definitely, like, I want to, I want to at least, at least check it out. It, will I buy it? I don't know, but I'd like to at least check it out. So we'll see. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, coming January 18th, 2024. I can't I will... go higher than an eight, but I'm going to give it a real solid eight, and I'm going to say mm-hmm. stop. Yeah, I'm also going to give this an eight. It just looks really good. And I mean, yeah. Ubisoft is still capable of making a good game, but this just looks like such a strong action uh, Metroidvania-style game with, like, twitch dodging and big crazy boss fights and, like, mm-hmm. a cool visual style. And, I mean, I like the Prince of Persia IP. I especially, honestly, the Prince of Persia that I really love is the original PC game, which, like, was the first home uh, video game to like use rotoscoping animation and all that cool shit. Uh, and this looks a lot like it in a way. Um, you know, I like Sands of Times on the 360 at the time, but I don't know that I could go back to it. But I don't know. This just looks like a really strong, uh, well made action Metroidvania experience to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, I like Metroidvanias. Uh, I like this the style of this game. I like the way that it looks. Um, I don't know. Everything about it pretty much appeals to me. Yeah. Uh, I'm not super familiar with the Prince of Persia IP. So that's why I'm like an eight as well. But like, I it just does can't go any fun. higher because it's Ubisoft. It's January. I feel like it'd be disingenuous to say I'm at a nine, but there's, there's a good chance I'm going to get this, especially mm-hmm. if reviews are panning out. Yeah. Uh, Horizon chase two. Now, now, I'm uh, like a two. I don't even know about this series, and I have nothing yeah. to say about it. I, I a four, I guess. Like, uh, super crazy rhythm castle coming November fourteenth. Three. I don't know. It had some sprites. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I got I'm, to say. I'm also. I'm also three. This was one of the ones that I forgot that they announced. Konami, I think. Right. <clears throat> I, I think so. I don't know. Um. Spy uh, Anya coming next year. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't I'm really a, look like I'm it's a for two, me. I'm a, I'm a two. Great on this one. Uh, but Super Mario RPG. Yeah, coming November seventeenth. <laughs> uh, ten, tens, and stop. Yeah, I'm a ten, and I'll stop too. It's cool that they yeah. revealed that there's like a post game thing going on here, where like yeah. After you clear the story, you can go back and fight super hard, super boss versions of the bosses. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm wondering, because the original level cap was 30. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they went back and, like, up that or, like, what other, like, changes did they make to this? So I'd be... There was a cool shot of, like, some early boss doing 999 damage to the full party, mm-hmm. which I thought was rad. I mean, I don't know. That's cool. That's cool that they're doing wild shit with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's exciting. Um another code recollection coming. It's actually coming in January. Of, it's weird that uh, in the direct they said early next year and then Yeah, I went I went back and saw the date um exactly. It is uh January 19th, 2024. Gotcha. Um I'm going to say a 6 on this, but oh. 
I, I think I'll go with you six. I know very little. I'll say stop two. I, I'll I know very little about another code. Um, I know that there are like is a is a small quotient of very excited people. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Nintendo's publishing. I don't know. Is this was this a first party Nintendo title originally? I don't know. I think so. It was so. This was originally um, a DS game, and then there's right. one another one a part of the collection that was Japan only. So it's coming over to North America for the That's first time. That's getting localized for the first time. Um, Looks cool. Looks like a fun kind of organic puzzler adventure game with like mm-hmm. a pretty neat visual style and interesting looking characters. Looks cool. Yeah. So and this kind of brings up something which I'll talk about once we sort of reach the the end of, of the direct and on what I feel like they're doing with ds games and gamecube games but i'll get more into that a little bit okay later. yeah we but, can talk about that um the princess peach showtime coming march uh 22nd 2024 uh i will give this a uh, a nine and i'll say stop i'm right there with you i'm at a nine on this i'll also say stop um first of all i love the the theater theme that's fun mm-hmm yeah, Reminds me of fun. kind of the Mario Brothers 3 thing where it's kind of a show or whatever um, with sets and whatnot. Uh, and I didn't see this kind of Kirby wrinkle coming. And it looks like they're having a lot of fun with like the visual design of the different peach forms. Um, this kind of seems like the one maybe original 2024 first party title to get excited about for me anyway like mm-hmm. not port not remake uh for the switch and i think it looks really good yeah game game looks great i love that you can uh you play as peach and you do different like essentially like you're doing different shows slash plays and like depending on like the theme of it you're like dressed up as i don't know a detective or you're doing karate stuff it, it's kind of dependent on the she environment looked cool in her in. in like her fencing yeah. outfit she looked really cool yeah yeah, that there's a lot of really cool, a lot of cool elements. So very, very cool. Um, Saga and World Beyond come in 2024. I've never yet uh, gotten into this series. I don't know that it's ever going to happen for me. I'll say two, mm-hmm. and I got nothing else to say. I, I'm, I'll say a, I'll s- initially because it, 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 it seemed cool to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a five on this uh, mm-hmm. because just kind of based on the conversation that we had beforehand uh, or when, as the direct was happening, um, it seems like the other, like there's other saga games to play maybe. Yeah. I think saga frontier is probably still ground zero for that Mm -hmm. series in terms of what people say you should play. Um, Something I wasn't expecting uh, showed up here was the tomb Raider one through three remaster coming on February 14th. 2024 um i'll say a seven and i'll say stop i'll say six and i'll also say stop um I've first of all i think this looks like a really a Tomb raider game i hear that i hear that i i think first of all this looks like a really high quality collection like they've done some cool things mm-hmm. with it you can play mm-hmm. with the original ps1 visuals like in a, in a menu toggle the upscale stuff looks good um the you know remodels look good my only the reason I'm at a six is that I wish that they had added like a modern control setting because I think the tank controls of Tomb Raider are really hard to go back to, um, mm-hmm. and like 
that alone kind of makes me feel like, ah, yeah, not sure if I need to be there for this collection, but, you know, I liked those games, but I don't know that my sentimentality for them is especially strong, but this looks like a really well-considered, mm-hmm. nicely put-together collection. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like I said, I've never played a Tomb Raider game. Uh, I just, I like the idea. I love when collections do the thing where it's like you could toggle between the old and the new sort of graphics or sounds. Apparently in Super Mario RPG, you can sort of toggle the, the music to either be mm-hmm. modern or the original from the from the game. So that's, yeah, and I, I like, think, I, I, I don't think- know, I just like that. I think this, like, go back to the old visuals toggle is a thing we're more used to seeing in 8 and 16-bit remakes, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. but not really a standard for 3D model games. So it's cool to see it here. I really appreciate that you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Detective Pikachu returns coming October 6, 2023. They didn't really... uh, I'll say um, five. Uh, I'd stop, I guess. Um, I'm going to say four. I played not, the first one for a few hours and thought that it was pretty funny and the writing was pretty cute. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, they didn't really show anything new here, did they? Like, we had this release date. We had a little bit of story overview. Was this just, like, more story overview? I think it was just more of, like, hey, this game is coming and here's a little bit more story to kind of get you get you ready. I'll tell you where that could have gone in the sizzle reel. <laughs> Oh, but okay, we'll get we'll get there. I, I don't know, man. Again, I don't know that strange. they necessarily had any messaging for us here. Was, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. my only observation. Um, Trombone Champ, it's out now, baby. You can play I gotta it right say, now. I gotta say that I'm at a ten because I plugged my Switch in and bought it. Um, first of all, Holy Wow Studios is great. They make really mm-hmm. funny stuff. Um, I don't know if you're not familiar with trombone champ from being kind of like a pc uh streaming sensation yeah i'm familiar in that regard um but i didn't know like you know how if it was still in the zeitgeist or if people were still you know like talking about it or playing it and you know i definitely remember it being a big thing on twitch at one point let me tell you two reasons why this is great one the ir camera control scheme hilarious the idea that you could like hold your (laughs) Hold your joint gun at your mouth and use your other hand to pretend you're moving the trombone. Super funny. Great. The other reason, couch co-op mode, absolute chaos. So funny. The idea that like you you can barely tell who's doing what. It's going to mm-hmm. sound like total shit because like the, the gimmick <laughs> of this game is that you sound like yeah. shit. You're a bad trombone player. It's like a rhythm yeah. game that makes you feel like you're in a, a middle school band. Uh, yeah. So, I yeah, I went ahead and I grabbed it, reasonably priced, and uh, I'm excited to play it. Maybe I can get Ramona to play it with me. I'm excited. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. I'll, I, my, I, seven is where I'm sitting at, uh, but the the fact that it could be a really good time, especially as, like, a couch co-op kind of situation has has, uh, has me curious about it. Pretty fun. Um, Battle Crush uh, coming out next spring. I couldn't even tell you what this is. Uh, one. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a two. This was another one that I forgot uh, about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, War Tales out now. Um, I'm going to give this a five. It looks interesting. And I only I want to say stop for one specific reason. You said 
the moment this was announced, you said something, and I want you to see if you can remember what it was that you said. I think about I said. This. I think I said uh, we have Baldur's Gate three at home. I believe is what I said. <laughs> this. I mean, it does look like that, but comparing this to the, if you go back and look at like Baldur's Gate one and two which are on the Switch, by the way, yep. um, it looks similar to this. So, mm-hmm. like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's definitely that. But I don't know. I mean, it seemed kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm, be... I'm, I, I like CRPGs enough. I guess I'll say a five. If if somebody I know is like, dude, you got to check it out, I would probably check it out. Um, Contra Operation Galuga coming early next year. Fuck Legacy Konami games. I'm at a one. Uh, I'm, I'm at a two. I'm not like, I, I know people are very, they love Contra and really like these kinds of games. Uh, I'm not one of them. I'm not a Contra head, but you know, I'm happy for the people who, who are. Yeah. If you got a way to pirate it, pirate it. Don't give Konami your money. Anyway. Uh, Unicorn Overload. <laughs> uh, coming March 8th, 2024. This actually looks lovely. I'm going to give it an eight and I'm going to say stop. I'll, I'll give this a seven. It's Atlas. It's um, that other company. They're doing like kind of a, not quite a, a Fire Emblem, but a little bit like a Fire Emblem JRPG. Um, now, it looks is, really, this a rem- is this a remake or is this an original? My understanding is that it's original, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, okay. But the reason I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's original. <laughs> the reason I'm, uh, I'm, I really wanted to stop is I feel like, I feel like normies are a little too cavalier with the word unicorn, uh, not understanding what it means in like the kink and fetish community. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we end up with these kinds of situations <laughs> where the branding is kind of accidentally hilarious. You know, a unicorn overload is like so funny to me. Um, but I do think it yeah. looks beautiful. Vanillaware, that's the other company. That's right. Atlas and Vanillaware. Uh, and Vanillaware, of course, is a, a Japanese uh, um, c- gaming company that that kind of grew out of Capcom and uh, have shipped some pretty cool shit. 13 Sentinels, um, Dragon's Crown, got to go way back for it, but like Fantasy Earth way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really obviously Atlas. About 13 Sentinels. Obviously, Atlas, their reputation precedes them. I think that this visual style is really beautiful. Um, so on that alone, I'm pretty interested. And I mean, yeah. uh, you know, the, the the coast is kind of clear as far as we know right now for tactical RPGs next year. Although I still do think that there's a good chance this genealogy of the Holy War things coming in like spring. Yeah, I could see that, especially like we this direct has stuff coming for 2024 but there's a lot of it seems to be early some of it seems to be like summer spring. yeah so but there's still a lot of wide open space yeah yeah yeah. um luigi's mansion 2 hd coming summer 2024 um i'm gonna give this a seven and i will say stop i'm at like a four did they show us what are they did they? Is there something new here? I can't even remember what they messaged here. I, to be honest, I don't think that they showed anything new. I'm, I'm. This is a good game. Uh, it's funny to me 
because they dropped the Dark Moon. Uh, mm-hmm. The Legend of the Seven Stars <laughs> and the Dark Moon are, yeah. are not coming yeah. to their remakes. Yeah, so it's very weird that now it's called Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. Um, and I mean, it was a really good game on 3DS. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I want to play it again, but I'm at a seven because I'm curious to see like what else it's, they It's have. a good Luigi's Mansion game. I thought mm. that the concessions <clears throat> they made to make it work on 3DS were really smart ones and helped with the flow of the gameplay really well. Uh, I just, I have to imagine next year I'll either have better new stuff to be playing or be working on the 2023 backlog. I just can't imagine dedicated on the Switch playing through mm-hmm. this again. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm at, like, what did I say? Four? I'm at a four. Yeah, four. Yep. Um, Nintendo Museum. Coming in Kyoto. Coming uh, by March 2024 is when they Fuck have this ad. Fuck that shit. That was the, the stupidest moment of the whole direct, in my opinion. One. Uh, I'm giving it a one, and I'll, I will say stop. Um, I will give it a five, because... If for whatever reason I found myself in Japan in Kyoto, uh, I would li- I would like to visit the Nintendo's museum. museum. I have a I have do a I, feeling there I... are better things to do in Kyoto, to be honest. But um, you know, my my issue here is the like stupid way that they set this up. Like they showed the Nintendo president guy, <laughs> what's next? They showed Mario iconography with a really long pullout shot, mystery pullout shot, to reveal, like, here's a museum you'll never go to. Uh, I thought that was some old bullshit. I thought that was really silly. But if I'm in Kyoto, I'm I'm probably going to be going to see the fucking the Shinto shrines and all the, like, legitimate cool mm-hmm. Japan shit. I don't even know if yeah. I'd go to the Nintendo Museum if I was in Kyoto. You know, I mean, if it was I, if, if it was in Akihabara in Tokyo, and I'm already doing nerd shit in Japan, then maybe. But I don't know, man. I thought this was like extremely low hype and very silly the way they did it. I don't think that they needed to dedicate time in the direct for it, but mm-hmm. I mean, I again, it's it's we're kind of I wouldn't say scraping the bottom of the barrel, but we're we're you know in we're at the point now where it's like, Oh, we got to fill some time, but we're I mean, seeing, we're seeing it. what are the viewers time is worth to Nintendo in this mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And next up, they had some amiibo news. Uh, so the Zelda and Gandorf amiibo coming November 3rd. Um, I'm going to give this an eight. I'll say stop uh, real quick. Do we have to do all of them separately? Or no, 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 no. I just, the, yeah, I will do them all together, but just, right, I yeah. just want to say, I, I just want to say I'm going to buy them. So yeah, like, okay. I'm already going to get them. So it's fine. Uh, but then, so this is why I thought this was so funny. Cause then they were like Xenoblade Noah and IMO Amiibo from Xenoblade Chronicles uh, three coming right. January 19th. Uh, and then I was like, uh Oh, I don't know about if Sora's going to show up, but then Sora uh, came up. Sword and they made like a big ta-da about yeah. it too. Um, yeah, I'm at a one. I'm not buying any of this stuff. But I will say, uh, if we're stopping anyway, do you think Tears of the Kingdom gets some kind of a version update then for the Zelda and Ganondorf uh, amiibo in order to like add some kind of a unique armor or whatever? I would, you know, I maybe. I mean, they they've said as much that 
they're not interested in doing DLC at this yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, we right haven't now. talked about it on this show yet, but Alan Numa said that he has no plans for additional Two to the Kingdom content. Would not surprise me if someday there is in the form of a Switch 2 upscale mm-hmm. version or whatever. Um, yeah. But hey, more yeah. power to the guy. He's been living in this world for fucking years. He wants to move on. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, this one was... I was not expecting this, but it was a pleasant surprise. F zero ninety nine out now. Yeah, on and if you are switch in, online in subscribers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'll give this a nine, and I'll say stop. I'm also gonna. I think maybe I'm I'm closer to an eight, but I'll join you up there with nine, and also go along with their stop here. Um, you know, there is a little bit of a monkey's paw element here to like <laughs> yeah, when it. will they ever do something f-zero again but i mean you know get over yourself this is a cool thing for them to be doing with the ip and looks like fun i haven't touched it yet i plan mm-hmm. to uh yeah i, I, I just it, actually I downloaded i just actually brandon last night hit starfield credits for the first time and began the new game plus so it feels like i have a little bit of a gap here to mm-hmm. to poke around in S099. I believe friend of the show, Ryan Hughes, uh, said that it was a game of the year contender. I don't know if, he, if that was... Absolutely not. Get I don't know if, that was, if that. he was being a little tongue-in-cheek there, or if maybe, hey, maybe there's something in the guts of S099 that we just have yet to experience that'll tell us, like, no, Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate 3, Street Fighter 6, Diablo 4, Fantasy 16, Starfield, sorry. It's uh this was the year of F099 in fact. Mm mm. No way. Um I'm going to group these two together. Yeah. Uh Bandle Tale a League of Legends story and Song of Nunu a League of Legends story. Uh the first one coming 2024, the next one coming November 1st, 2023. Two, I'm this a one. Stop. Fuck this shit, man. I mean, something about this annoys me. I feel like... I was... Here's part of what I don't understand. Okay. Does a cute, pixely, base-building farm game... What's the overlap there between people who like that shit and people who play MOBAs and, like, care about League of Legends? Is there any? I don't understand. And also, like, two fucking League of Legends adventure spinoff games in my direct... I didn't ask for this shit. Is League of Legends even on the Switch? I don't even know. No. uh, But that's the thing is I feel like not every direct, but there's been plenty of directs where they have announced or shown a League of Legends like story game or something connected to the League of Legends universe. Uh It's like what kind of money is League of Legends paying Nintendo to get a spot in their directs? I mean, those MOBAs are like predatory money makers right so they probably have like oh yeah they, of dollars they, and blood money yeah yeah they have that league of legends money to pay but it's like man like i don't you get know two you get cross... two league of legends games in your direct and you don't get uh, like mortal Kombat. you don't get hogwarts legacy it's so yeah. weird the fucking western the western third party direct pipeline it seems shady as fuck, and I can no longer <laughs> make predictions about it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but WarioWare Move It coming November third. 
2023. I'm gonna give this a nine. I'm gonna say stop. Game nine, fantastic. Yep, yep. For game sure. I love this fantastic. weird Medusa mode. It looked really funny. Where like you're slowly making your way towards Medusa to kill her using micro mm-hmm. games and stopping so she doesn't turn you into stone. That looked really funny. The games look fun. I mean, it's WarioWare. I'm in a nine. Yeah. Game looks fantastic. Looks incredibly fun. It's essentially a sequel to the WarioWare Wii game, which was another one of the series game. highlights. One of the series yeah. highlights. Yeah, very very good. Um, Auden Chronicles: A Hundred Heroes coming April twenty third, twenty twenty four. I don't care about this IP um, one. I, I'll give it a five. It looked interesting. Uh, I hear that the other games are maybe better, or maybe you should check those ones out first. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, five. Um, Eastward uh, Octopi DLC coming holiday 2023. Um, I'm going to give this a seven and I'm going to say stop. I'll say six and I'll go along with your stop. Um, Eastward is a one. It's very beautiful. I love the way that it looks. Um, Really pretty pixel art games. Um an action game sort of in the style of like the top down 2d Zelda games a little bit. Um, I really enjoyed playing that game uh, back in the, in the day Um, I was playing that game like right when my daughter was like just born. So I was like, Oh, that's I I have a lot of like attachments to that. I don't know. Some nostalgic feelings to it. This, I was not expecting one. I was not expecting DLC at all, but two sort of like a, farm slash community building yeah. that seems separate from the game um i'm curious about it um i definitely want to check it out but i don't know how this is this enhances the overall like story or i don't right. know i don't know I, I i enjoyed eastward i am willing to check this out i i don't know how i feel, yeah, I might feel here's here's my feeling about it um, well, first of all, my version of that game, the game that I associate with Newborn Ramona, is Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I was playing it uh, while she was she would sleep and I would stand over her and play it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think it's interesting to do this. I'm, I'm kind of on record as a DLC agnostic. I don't necessarily, like, get super jazzed about more content for even a game that I like, unless I like really fucking love it, you know, like if I found out tomorrow we were in the pipeline for more Baldur's Gate three content, I'd be flipping out. But like, Oh yeah. yeah. Generally my preference, if I really like a game is for that development team to get started on something new. Cause I'm excited to see what they do next. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. but this is kind of cool in my opinion as a DLC agnostic to just do something with the IP that's totally different, you know, um it's also like the least offensive way for a farm community building game to get into my direct you know like look at this weird we zigged where you thought we were gonna zag with this uh eastward game Mm -hmm. i own eastward and i've touched it a couple of times i have not really gotten super deep into it but i don't know i thought this was like a neat idea yeah uh very good game in my opinion just uh, the original uh highly worth playing uh music music in it is is great very good soundtrack um Wargroove 2 coming October 5th, uh, 2023. Gonna say uh, seven, and I'm gonna say stop. I'll say four and uh, go along with your stop. Um, stop only because uh, I 
didn't get super far into Wargroove 1, but it's a game that I do want to return to. It's uh fantasy tacticals uh strategy game in sort of the vein of uh uh what the fuck are those games called? Like the uh, Advanced War games. Advanced Wars game, but it's like a fantasy setting. It's sort of like a mixture of that and Fire Emblem and stuff like that. I know uh, when it, I, when it I was like... out, it got really good notices from mm-hmm. the Advanced Warrior fan community of like, this is like the best one of these. The animation's great. The uh, yep. the features surrounding it are really good. There's like a map builder mm-hmm. that people really enjoyed it in, I think. and um, Yeah. And it looks like Wargroove 2, um, when I was looking back at the announcement slash trailer of it uh it was talking about like building you can build your own like campaign scenarios and stuff which i thought was pretty cool seemed like a logical um, next step online. yeah that's cool so, that i love i love anything that democratizes content creation for the fan base that's awesome mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i'm curious though as because you, you did you said four is this just not really much of your your jam or like i just didn't play the first one and i don't know that now is the time that i get into Wargroove. i also still haven't bought advanced work one and two uh remake or whatever mm-hmm. so it's more just like a what's the likelihood i actually end up playing with this thing kind of sure. a deal so i'm probably at a four makes, makes maybe sense. five to be a little bit fairer yeah well you gotta live your truth you know if, if four mm-hmm. is your truth then you gotta stick to it i'll say five um, because again if somebody came to me who i know <laughs> and was like you gotta try this i probably would for sure um dave the diver uh coming october 26 2023 um, where are you sitting at for the, for this one? Well, I got to give it a five because I already own it on my Steam Deck, and I don't think I'm going to buy a second copy of it for my Switch. Uh, but I will say stop for sure. I will give this a seven, and I and I'll say stop. I mean, I liked the way that it looks. It's it's another one of those games where I'm like, I'm curious about it. I don't know if I'm going to pick it up right away or it's a big, all, big winner. It's a big, big winner. I would say if this goes on sale or you like the price, it's definitely worth the hit. Um, mm-hmm. It's really charming. It's got really fun style. The gameplay loop is really fun and addicting, but also expands in really interesting ways. Like mechanics mm-hmm. keep getting int- introduced in really uh, unique ways. The exploration side of it is really cool. The music's really good. It's probably like my favorite indie of the year this year. Um, it just in terms of like, yeah, I mean, like if last year was the year of Vampire Survivor, then I guess this year to a much lesser extent has been the Dave the Diver year. Uh, it's done crazy on Steam. I'm sure it'll do really good on Switch. And uh, definitely recommend the pickup if the idea of this kind of like, you know, undersea exploration survival mm-hmm. thing mixed with this kind of like business management sim on the surface seems like it appeals to you it's a super great execution of that concept yeah and, and i it definitely the whole like the aesthetic of it like the way it looks um it does appeal to me so i definitely i you know i will probably check it out or at least at the very least wishlist it and then go yeah wishlist it and if, if there's a good deal on it you should totally get it um mario kart 8 deluxe course wave 6 uh coming holiday 2023 with the announcement of diddy kong funky kong pauline from mario kart tour <laughs> and and uh p-chat coming holiday 2023 p-chat kind of the odd the odd duck in this group very of very very weird 
Very weird. Uh, weird way to end the the content for Mario Kart mm-hmm. 8 Deluxe. Pauline from from uh, <laughs> Mario Kart Tour is some old, old horse shit. Fuck that. That's mean. <laughs> that's not what she's I just from. Thought, I just thought it was very funny that that's how that it was announced that uh, Pauline from Mario Kart Tour. Um, Original Donkey Kong would have been fine. Uh, Odyssey would have been fine. I even would have mm-hmm. accepted Mario Golf. I even would have accepted Pauline from Mario Golf Super Rush. I'm. I'll give it a. I'll give it a, a six. I mean, I already have the pack. I'll, I every time a new wave comes out, I check out the courses and then move on from there. But I'm gonna say five. I want to take this moment though to stop and just just kind of briefly with you, maybe reflect on the booster course pass and what we thought of that model, the execution of it, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I you know, I it's nice to get more content always um in my opinion um and i thought the sort of the model of the courses coming out with especially new characters and stuff like i thought that was fine i think they took way too fucking long to bring everything out um uh, i I feel like maybe they should have released either released it all at once or maybe released the waves a little closer to each other mm-hmm. than they did. I, I feel like it, they took too long. Yeah. Um, to release I can go it. with you there. But, I, I, I see where you're coming from on that. Mm-hmm. I would, I would just say that I, if you had to, if I had to guess, I think that the plan originally was probably like, okay, we're in the first year or so of the Switch's life. We're kind of waiting for some of these bigger seeds we've planted to grow in terms of first-party stuff. Let's port the Wii U Mario Kart now just as a gap saver. And then the sales started going crazy, and they were like, damn, shorty, okay. Uh, I guess we'll not make a Mario Kart game for this gen, and we'll focus the Mario Kart team on making the next-gen Mario Kart. But we need a gap filler here a few years into the life cycle and what can we do to keep it interesting? And it was also just at the time, Brandon, when the smash well had run dry and smash had Mm -hmm. been like such a reliable, like hype torch carrier for Nintendo through the pandemic, uh, desert of, of daily content updates. Uh, and so it, it seemed like, well, maybe, maybe Mario Kart updates can kind of take over that bandwidth. I don't think that the hype, obviously ever came close uh in terms of like being we didn't transfer over from who's next in smash to who's next in mario kart 8 deluxe in any real kind of way but Mm -hmm. i think this was a generally pretty successful model for them that i could easily see happening in future titles i could see them doing this kind of shit. I, I've already said, I think they are going to do this shit for Smash Ultimate on Switch 2. I think we're going to get a, a prettier-looking port of Smash 2 that launches with a couple of new side modes, and then, you know, a year or two later, we're going to start getting a season of DLC for it, and that's going to be the Smash that you'll get on Switch 2. I don't think you're going to get a, a another... Uh, new smash game on there because especially for the smash community it doesn't necessarily make sense when you've got an active esports community around a title to immediately try to migrate them into a totally new version of the game 
you know? Like, mm-hmm. up until Smash Ultimate, none of the entries since Melee have been, uh, have connected on a level where you, that would be the consideration. So it has made perfect sense to continue to make new Smash games and try to, like, get them to catch fire. But this one has caught fire. So I really think that the the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe model will be one-to-one replicated for Smash Ultimate on the Switch 2. And I think it turned out, from a business sense, to be a pretty good model for them. I think it, it's really gave uh, their the system's biggest seller like an extra B12 shot of, of value for the company. I agree oh, yeah. with you that as a consumer, it's not the best way to... to uh, receive the content, but I do think it, it, it worked out great for Nintendo, and I bet it's something they're going to keep doing. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that I feel like moving forward, this will be the model for them on how they release some, like, DLC, um, at least for some games, especially like a game like Smash Bros. It, it, it yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah, I just... I it, it is... It still blows my mind how much this game sells and has sold and just like how successful Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has done on the Switch. I'm right. It it's, it really it's does make me. me wonder, Brandon, if if Kart 9 if they've got it as a launch title. Like it would it's, not shock me if that's what if that's the plan. I wonder. It wouldn't surprise me because if people if 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 there was a game to get people to jump to a new system I feel like Nintendo, just based off of what consumers have bought, it, it seems like Nintendo like would be crazy not to launch with Mario Kart. I don't 9. even like, count myself as a Mario Kart super fan, and I cannot imagine not trying to get a launch Switch 2 so that I can play uh, Mario Kart 9 opening weekend. Like I mm-hmm, want the mm-hmm. game in my hands when it comes out. So, you know, I just feel like we're living proof of all demographics stick to this IP. So I just wonder. Uh, um, oh, yeah. The other thing I wanted to say about this, I know we're spending a lot of time on this, sorry, but the other thing I want to say is that this also feels like another timid 30% of the way there step that Nintendo has taken towards a live service model for one of their games. Um, Splatoon obviously has like some of those things going on too. The thing that they've never really gone super hard on is cosmetic uh, microtransactions and dailies. Um, So I wonder if we're going to see that next gen. You know, will Mario Kart 9 have dailies? Will it have uh, uh, a point system that Mm -hmm. people are, are doing online modes to like build up to buy the next card or whatever? I wonder, and I could totally see why they would do that. I imagine some people would be really unhappy about it, um, but it would probably be really successful for them. Yeah, yeah. I could see them making more money. I, you know, I'm not one for stuff like dailies or cosmetic stuff typically, but I I, I recognize that that is a sort of that there is a need for that or there's a there's a a a consumer base that likes that stuff and that's into that stuff and is willing to shell out the money i think if um, if nintendo decides to embrace live service you could imagine it coming to cart you can imagine Mm -hmm. it coming to uh splatoon you could absolutely imagine it coming to uh to smash and 
I would even say, and maybe not the worst idea in the fucking world, I could also imagine it coming to Animal Crossing as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see Animal Crossing. I could also see, you know, something like Arms 2. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Having it. I'm just bad. Arms 2. They probably, <laughs> probably what we'll get is Mario Kart 9 will be a Switch 3 game mm-hmm. uh, because the Mario Kart team is busy work, finishing up, polishing up Arms 2. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and sorry then, for that super long cul de sac no, there, buddy. No, it's it good. It's good. Uh, I think it because it's nice to reflect on on Mario Kart. Uh, 8. yeah, I mean, this is like uh, a, this is the moment where we put it to rest finally. Finally, <laughs> uh, unless this. unless they're like just kidding, we have uh, wave <laughs> seven through 12 coming uh, 2024. You fucking never know, dude. Oh, yeah, it, I mean, I don't know, but then. We we got Among Us, a new map, The Fungal, coming October twenty. Is a new Among Okay, sorry, uh two. Uh, uh I'll I'll give I'll give it a three and I'll say Is stop. a new Only- Among Us map worth this super long cinematic trailer to reveal? I don't understand. I don't know, but like that's the thing. I guess they cause they have that Among Us money and so they were able to get a spot in the direct and Yeah, no kidding. Um to me, it felt weirdly placed to put this here only because this yeah, is like in between the end first of the party, direct. first party announcement, and then sizzle reel and final announcement. You get you get the Among Us map, the new Among Us mm-hmm. map. Very weird, mm-hmm. um, and the weird and then, continues. <laughs> it, it is very weird. So, so we get a sizzle reel, and they say so. The language they used was like, "Here is everything that we've talked about about." upcoming stuff that's coming out so they showed from, the, and they said from september on yeah and so i'm not necessarily gonna like i'll read through everything that they say i might not say stop let's let's just more generally talk about the scissor okay. reel after you finish reading yeah. through everything okay so they show the scarlet and violet uh, teal mask the dlc which just came out um yeah. f099 which they just revealed at this direct uh right. pikmin 1 and 2 physical version that's coming uh on september 22nd uh detective pikachu returns super mario wonder warrior Wear, move it super mario rpg the mario kart 8 deluxe booster course uh scarlet and violet uh indigo disc dlc which is coming winter 2023 Another code recollection, which they revealed here, Mario versus Donkey Kong, which they revealed here, Princess Peach Showtime, which they re- uh, revealed here, uh, Splatoon 3 DLC, Side Order, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. Why did they do this? <laughs> Very weird, because so in the past with Sizzle Reels, a lot of it was like dedicated to maybe more third-party stuff. To my memory, it has or- always been Mostly eShop exclusive and all third-party stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe you get like a Nintendo published title in there somewhere, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's always just been third-party stuff. But one, yeah, number one, the weird thing is that it's all first-party stuff. Um, and this is a real... But two, what is the value of showing us <laughs> clips of shit that we saw 10 minutes ago? Yeah, Three minutes ago. Weird. It very mind-boggling that they're like it's like okay now what did we t-? it's like one of those situations like you're watching a show and it's like okay what did we talk about today and it's like <laughs> they're reviewing like or the like, things that they you already- ever do you ever go to a to a movie too early and get the like weird talk show that's happening like mm-hmm. when they wrap that up they're like 
We taught, we took you behind the scenes of Transformers, <laughs> the Dark Age. We met up with Juliana Margulies to talk about her, her new WB show. We blah, 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 blah. It was like that moment. It was so weird. Yeah, very weird. But then, oh, baby, which <laughs> in, in all fairness, this, this thing has been long rumored. Oh, yeah, but leakers they, have been talking about it forever, proving mm-hmm. once again that Nintendo will finish a fucking title and then just sit on it until they think the time is right. You know, like, you know there's bullets in the chamber right now, shit that's been content locked mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. more than a year that they're just waiting to reveal to us. So, final announcement, uh, and I freaked out, uh, obviously. Uh, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door it's just called that, so it's not called like Paper Mario. Not Thousand HD, Door remake not or remake, not um, the new subtitle, or just like Paper Mario Three, Two, whatever HD. Yeah. Um, but it's Paper Mario Thousand Year Door coming twenty twenty four. Hell yeah, ten out of ten. I'm gonna say stop. Uh, I'm at like a. I guess I'll say I'm a seven. Um. And I'll go along with your stop, but let's hear this, the hype. Let's go hype crazy. What do we got? This is the first off. This is the best Paper Mario game. It's not my favorite. I want to. I, I would also say it's clear. the best and not my favorite. I would agree with you. My favorite that. is the is Paper Mario sixty four. That's my favorite one. Um, it's the one that I have like most like nostalgic feelings for. Whatever, but I'll also say this, that I personally don't like the thousand year door that much more than i like super paper mario which i think is kind of underrated super paper mario is good it is also it is underrated but thousand year door i loved i've played through it multiple times i got a copy of it uh <laughs> for father's day this year um for the original gamecube one and i played through it again and man oh man it was just solid i just i i love this game so it, um, it looks like, like what what we have here is a really beautiful, very true to the original mm-hmm. art uh, mm-hmm. HD upscale remake. Um, I did not hear anything in that that seemed to suggest that there were new features or QOL stuff. Did you see anything? Having I played didn't it more see recently? any. I didn't see anything other than it sounded like they had updated music. I did notice that with Luigi, they definitely made instead of. There's like vo- voiceover stuff that they've done. In, okay, so like, little little bells and whistles in terms of and, the presentation. And it looks like it, there was um, it looked like there may be new characters, just kind of based on like what people have like really overexamined the trailer and stuff. Like, okay, there's this like there's this purple toad that's in Rogueport that people are fucking freaking out over for whatever reason. I don't <laughs> gotcha, know why, okay. but uh. It's like so. There's like potential. So there's a possibility that they have more to tell us about this. Yeah. So and they just said 2024, which I that could mean anything. So there's no like heart. I'm wondering because there's the space is wide open. I'm wondering if this is something that's going to come out within the first half of the year. You wanna Um, you wanna hear my prediction? I think this sure. comes out after Switch 2 launches and is available on eShop and physical, but but the Switch 2 is back in Pat. Um, so mm-hmm. it's like, here's a title if you still have a Switch, and it's also on Switch 2. I think this might be like a fall, October 
kind of a thing would be my guess um yeah I, I i could see that especially like if they end up filling out the summer and spring out a little bit more um but you know i think it all just kind of depends on what else they have to show if anything uh, i'm like i'm it, cussed <laughs> between a six and a seven here i feel like there's a chance i could see myself replaying this game because it is good the writing's very funny the gameplay is really solid it's a solid Nintendo and, game. Mm-hmm. And it's 20 I, years old next year, so I, I think it makes sense for them. For the anniversary, to... yeah. I do wonder, I mean, like, look, the reality is I don't necessarily see an alternative. It's it. I will say I think it's a little bit of a weird final announcement. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said, obviously they only had what they had to work with on, yeah. on this. I think, honestly, if Genealogy of the Holy War remake gets uh, announced next year, I'm going to be saying, why didn't you close <laughs> the September Direct <laughs> with the Genealogy of the Holy War remake? But either way, um, I do think that like it's great that something people have been asking for for so long, the torch that people have carried for this game for 20 years it's great mm-hmm. to see it here i wish we had a little bit more info if there is new content i wish that they had gone ahead and shown us that because again it's a little strange to see a remaster as the the closing announcement like mm-hmm. even even metroid prime 2 hd which i would argue was probably a bigger announcement in terms of an hdified uh port just because it's also connected to the extremely hyped metroid prime 4 uh upcoming thing and like obviously sales were really crazy for it even that was kind of just buried in the middle of the direct Uh, but to be fair that was a direct that had significantly more content to show us i just thought it was a kind of a weird feeling to leave on this just like it was kind of a weird feeling to open on splatoon dlc DLC, i think i guess really what i'm arriving to is just the thing we've already said which is this was a fairly minor nintendo direct yeah, I, definitely the worst of the the three main sort of line directs. Yeah, I was year, thinking but... about I was thinking about the kind of weaker directs that came early in the Nintendo directs are back era after like you know post COVID nineteen happening uh, and whether or not those were weaker than this one and I think mm-hmm. they were probably about the same in terms of their strength but the difference of course was they got to to ride on the warmth and the hype of the nintendo directs being back that this yep. feels yep. probably like the most uh i don't even want to say disappointing but the kind of like least impressive presentation the company has given since the directs came back after the pandemic gap yeah i could i could see that um and just kind of based on the sort of the switches life cycle at this point and sort of where we're at you know like I feel like things are really starting to taper off and like settle down a little bit, and so as they as are, we're, we're always ready, going to, mm-hmm. as they were always yeah. going to. Yeah, that's that's yeah. We we've, we've peaked, and now we're starting to dip a little bit, and that's that's okay. I yeah, will my say, feeling so is thing- my feeling is as a direct, maybe it didn't blow mm-hmm. me away, but I'm not bitter, and I don't feel that I was owed more than I got. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. The thing that I brought up earlier in regards to so now yeah because we just Paper talked Mario. about a GameCube another GameCube port mm-hmm. and uh, we so, had a GameCube port earlier this year we had 3DS port come in uh, we had a we have a DS remake come in so yeah so what I'm thinking on about is I think 
in regards to, because they've done this with Wii games as well, really anything past 64 and Game Boy Advance, you know, anything that's like a DS game or a 3DS game or a Wii or a GameCube or even a Wii U game, I think that those types of games are only going to be ports. I don't know if they are going to go the route and bring GameCube games to NSO. I'm wondering if they're just going to stop at 64, kind of where they're at now with what we have, add more to those libraries over the years, and, you know, maybe eventually GameCube might come, but the way I see it is they've been re-releasing slash updating remastering whatever you want to call it um these games now and so i'm wondering if that trend is going to just continue and that's how they're going to handle some of their backlog that's sort of locked on the gamecube or the the wii or the wii u at this point like things like the only way we see those games are if or if they're remasters or right. ports or whatever. Like rather than just put them on an NSO app down the road. I'm I'm curious to see how, how Nintendo is going to handle it, but to me, it seems like they're gonna go the porting slash remaster route and maybe not so much putting like GameCube on NSO. But I mean I could be completely wrong, but it's, I, it's just I, kind of based off of what they've done. I totally understand that read of the option and it does seem like it might be the most nintendo outcome one could imagine i've been thinking about a different option here of what this potentially signifies Mm -hmm. and i wonder also if we get that uh f-zero gx remaster that's been heavily rumored next year you know would that tip the scale even further this way i wonder if this is like an opportunity cost situation where they're they're thinking you know, in the NSO uh, for Switch 2 is w- is when we're going to start adding the next-gen consoles, the HD consoles, uh, the GameCube, the Wii, the maybe the DS and the 3DS, the, the, maybe the Wii U. I wonder if this is kind of a, okay, if we're going to make any monies on ports and remasters, this is our chance before uh, the architecture of those systems gets added to our online uh offering in the next gen of our own console because one would have to imagine if they're talking about ray tracing and ps5 level fidelity we're looking at a at a system that has significantly larger internal storage than the switch does because i don't know if you've uh installed a ps5 game lately but (laughs) they tend to be like 100 gig monstrosity monstrosities and yeah uh gamecube games are usually about one or two gigs large wii u games i think we're around 20 or 30 um maybe 30 is the uh, extreme upper end of that and i think that it would make more sense for nso to move into a here is our our software lineup that is available for nso subscribers but you have to opt in on what you install we're not just gonna auto install you know 50 gigs of new wii u games on your system because you're an NSO subscriber. So I could imagine, and also here's another weird one to throw out. What if one of the updates to 
the Switch 2 is that you can run it dual screen. What if you can have the dock on your TV and the system in your hand and uh, have dual screen, and that's how they would handle 3DS and 2DS stuff. And maybe you could do cool things with, like, couch co-op or somebody's on the screen, somebody's on the... Basically just remake the Wii U, essentially, in the Switch 2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. These are all just speculations. But it, it would almost make sense to me, Brandon, if they're like, get those GameCube remasters out now because once we're in Switch 2 and this shit's on NSO, we're not going to be able to charge $50 for our HD port anymore. So let's get them out now. Um, yeah. That is one version of this that I've been wondering about. But I could also easily see what you're saying, that they're like, nope, the HD library will forever be uh, individually priced ports. I could see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just there's a lot of sort of what ifs, like you said, at this point. So we'll just have to uh, see what happens. But I think regardless, the rest of this year, we still have a fairly stacked year. And in, in terms of Nintendo, stuff, yeah, I'm once really, again, really I said excited. it earlier. I said it earlier in the episode, Brandon, don't don't. Don't sulk about the mid direct. <clears throat> You've got a fucking Mario game coming out in weeks. Yeah. Super, Super Mario, Super Mario Wonder is coming very soon. God, have you heard that shit they were talking about, about how long it's been in the tank and they keep adding to it? And like, yeah, they were just like, whatever, just, just we'll finish it when it's done. Like, but don't worry about good Lord. October 20th, dude, it's one month away. Yeah. It's it's, I'm so jazzed and excited for it. What a year. And then 2024 is the price we pay for this year. (laughs) Well, that's, 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 what happens? I think, you know, that was 2017 um, going into 2018. Like, 2018 had to sort of pay for 2017's year, which was... It's true, yeah, you're year. right. I still wonder, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, I still wonder if <laughs> there could theoretically be a hardware price slash before this Christmas. Because, like, I'm looking at this Christmas... And how crazily Nintendo has positioned themselves to sell a ton of Switches this uh, Christmas. And I just wonder if they could MSRP that thing down 50 bucks uh, or 30 bucks even. Like, you know, what could they accomplish here in the last big Switch miss? The final, the final Switch miss, Brandon. It's going to be mm-hmm. one for the record books. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, especially with new 2d mario coming out like people are gonna want that and they're gonna want it real bad oh dude uh, there's a wonder standee at the target it's super hyped. Yeah, it's at my yeah, local target man yeah it's they're already ready it's gonna be fantastic yeah oh but we dylan we did it we got this through was kind of a direct. monster we really we really yeah. dug in on a few topics here i'm glad we did though this feels yeah. like one of the more cerebral ones of these we've done. I'm not even that stung about having lost. I felt like we fought a good fight. You know, it just mm-hmm. wasn't in the cards for us this time. Maybe February yeah. will break the streak, but I'm not. I'm not going home. I'm going home with my head held high. That's where I'm at. Yeah, that's where I'm. I think the last time I felt a little more defeated. This time I'm like, yeah, we lost, but I think we really put in a good effort. And I think if we really just if we clear the Western third party titles off of our bingo board and replace them with Japanese and first party stuff, we've got this in the bag. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dylan, we've reached the end of the show. Uh, I know you said last time you didn't really have anything you want to pitch. Uh, but it's been a few days, so is there anything you want to pitch now? Um, I would just like to uh, recommend to people that 
when they make charitable donations, they do a little bit of checking and make sure that their money is being handled responsibly and actually going to the cause that they're trying to benefit. There's great websites out there to find charities that are legit, that will your money will be used for the thing you think it's going to be used. That's all. That's all I want to say. Yeah, that's 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 valid. Uh, if you want to find me again, Twitter, BRN Hoff. Uh, don't really have anything in the docket on the horizon, though there might be a couple creative things coming your way sooner rather than later. We'll see. Oh, but, here we go. I found the website I was thinking of, charitynavigator.org. Uh, I just see a go. lot of, sometimes I see like Facebook birthday give to this charity, and it's mm-hmm. a it's one that I know is fucking rotten, you know? And that's like such a hard place to want to step in and be like, hey, happy birthday. Listen, you should take that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's valid though. That's valid. CharityNavigator.org. Um, if you want to figure out how to be philanthrop- philanthropical in a way that's not taking advantage of you and your money, there you go. Uh, but until next time, uh, for Dylan Flynn and for me, uh, Brandon Hoff, thank you so much for listening to New Nintendo Podcast. And remember, we do not have one more thing for you. I'll be Tracer. I'm already Tracer. What about Widowmaker? I'm already Widowmaker. I'll be Bastion. Nerf Bastion. You're right to Winston. I want to be Winston. I guess I'll be Genji. I'm already Genji. Then I'll be McCree. I already chose McCree. I have an idea. What's your idea? You should be. I'm not going to be Mercy. <laughs>